All right, so let's uh, let's have a word of prayer as we get started. Heavenly Father, we thank you for time together tonight to pray. That's really the objective. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for these men. Thank you for, Lord, the, the forward progress of the church. Thank you for the men's conference we just had this week. Thank you for the great BBS that we had. Thank you for the word that went forward. Thank you for all the people who labor in the sound booth and in the VBS and um, Lord, just uh, everywhere around the church all the time. And uh, Lord, it's, it's like the old uh, proverb, but Lord, it's like there's never enough. And so uh, there's always more to do. But Lord, we're thankful for what you have accomplished uh, through your church, through your people. And uh, Lord, thank you for the lives that are changed because of what may seem like mundane activities. And uh, but none of it really is mundane if we're doing it cheerfully. And we trust you to bless it. And so, Father, we pray, God, you bless the work of the hands. Uh, you bless the, the actions, Lord, all the activities regarding ministry and fundraising and this activity and that. Lord, thank you for just encouraging your church. Um, pray, God, a blessing on the reading and hearing of your word tonight from Second Corinthians chapter 4. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So tonight, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get through three, uh, the three credible keys in three weeks, but I'll try to knock one out here in chapter 4 and verse 1 it says therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy we faint not i quoted that this morning but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of god deceitfully but by manifestation of the truth commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of god but if our gospel be hid it is hid to them that are lost in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. For we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which, are, uh, live, we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then, death worketh in us, but life in you. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore, I have spoken. We also believe, therefore, speak, knowing that he which raiseth up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus uh, and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, for the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. Uh, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So, um, good read there. Uh, the three things I'll look at here for this, uh, this session here is uh, uh, seeing Jesus, sharing Jesus, and suffering for Jesus' sake. So, um, and uh, uh, <clears throat> oh wait, that's where I was at. I'm sorry. So no, that's where I am at. 
So the credible Christian sees Jesus. This is all verse 1. So, man, I got a pestilence here on me. Um, so when we see Jesus, we see our ministry. When we see Jesus, we see his mercy. And when we see Jesus, uh, we have our mind strengthened. He strengthened our mind. Uh, we strengthen our mind when we see Jesus. So I was thinking about, Ron, I forgot this morning. I guess God took it out of my brain. But I was thinking about that standing there song and how the first thing you're going to see is the Lord. And uh, that's, that's incredible. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was really cool, though. I just was thinking about it when he's up there singing. So uh, I was actually going to say something, and God took it out of my brain, so maybe it didn't fit. <laughs> so so when we see Jesus, we see our ministry. And uh, when we see Jesus, um, you know, he says in verse 1, Therefore, seeing, we have this ministry. And so, you know, the question then is what, what ministry are we seeing? You know, what is that? See, see that we have what ministry? So... Um, a Bible principle that you guys know, of course, is the sentence starts with the word therefore, seeing we have, the, have this ministry. So when you see therefore, um, the rule is to see what it's there for, right? So the word therefore points us back to what we learned last week. Uh, and we really were, did learn, learn, learn this last week in chapter um, 3 uh, when we looked at the text there. So... We're living epistles, and we're written in fleshy tables of the heart. And we aren't bound by the Old Testament letter of the law because Christ is the end of the law because he fulfilled it. So we minister the spirit unto life, and the Old Testament ministered the letter unto death. So our ministry is the ministry of the gospel of Christ, and, we liber and we're liberated to minister the good news uh, that others are liberated as well. And so that's really what point A is talking about. So... When we see Jesus, we see our um, our ministry, and and then the Bible. When you see the the word therefore, you find out what it's there for. So, uh, point B: How do we see Jesus today? So we got you guys know this. We see him in the Word, uh, you know, in the Word of God, and so um, in Psalm chapter forty and verse six. It says, Sacrifice and offerings thou didst not desire. Mine ears hast thou opened and burnt offering uh, opened. Burnt offering and sin offering hast thou not required. But thou said, I, said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, thy law is within my heart. So, you know, John the, Bap John the Baptist said in John 129 and John 136, as you guys probably know, behold the Lamb. And we have a tendency to think that we must behold the physical body of Christ to see him. But it's really not the case. You know, a lot of people just kind of think that, if I saw Jesus. But, um, you know, the, the, in the Bible is the physical manifestation. We do have the mind of Christ right here. So and, and, uh, it's kind of interesting in more contemporary times. Um, you know, up until our, our generations, uh, you could never actually equate human thought, and and it was hard to see a physical manifestation manifestation of a of a of a, of a spiritual thing. Um, you know, airs you can always see the effects of it. But now that we understand coding and programming, it's and we got technology that emulates you know um, humanity to so much of a degree, you can almost understand a lot more how 
having the word of God is actually the power that connects to the, the person of God, if you think in a coded mindset. I don't know if I'm making any sense to you guys, but um, I think in a coded mindset, yeah, you you the says the blind guy. That is absolutely <laughs> right. So uh, that's amazing that you have those concepts down, Ron. But you're absolutely right. And so, yeah, we don't know that we don't know where the isn't it amazing the technology that we we trust that we don't even have an understanding how it works. I don't know how my phone works. I don't know how they get that screen on that piece of. You know, that's a lot of technology happening there. And the same thing with God. And the creator of the universe gave us this book, and, and it's powerful. It's the it's the physical, and this is his word. This is mine. So, um, and so we he come in the vol- volume of the book. It's written of him. And uh, and so Hebrews 10 says in verse 5, Wherefore, uh, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering I would not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. Then said, said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. Above, when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin, thou wouldest not, neither hast thou pleasure therein, which are offered by the law. And then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. And by the which, uh, which we will, we, we, uh, will we, which I'm sorry, by the which will we are sanctified through uh, the offering of the body of Jesus once for all. So that's a lot right there, but I, I really want to focus on Hebrews 10 and verse 9 where it says that he taketh away the first that he may establish the second. Uh, and so this is why Peter, in first, uh, second Peter I should say, chapter 1 and verse 9 <coughs> talked about, you know, having having the word of God. Excuse me. Uh, it's so critical and um, more sure than the physical manifestation on the Mount <clears throat> on the Mount of Transfiguration. And so <coughs> that's pretty that's pretty incredible having that kind of a direct connect with God. And so we have more than a written record. We have the witness of the word, which is the spirit of God and then the body. So he says, "Lo, I come in the volume of a book. It's written of me. But he's also said, I've prepared a body. And of course, that's where Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12, <coughs> excuse me, speak to the fact that this is the body of Christ. The church is the body. So we really do have the visible manifestation when it comes to the Word of God, and then the church of God is a visible manifestation of the person of God. Uh, at least that's his body. And so uh, it's a miracle that we all come together in, in unity because it's the Holy Spirit that binds us and draws us together. And it's that ministry of the Spirit. So therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we we have uh, as we have received mercy, we faint not. So the church is that physical manifestation of His body. In First John four twenty, it says, "If a man say I love God and hateth his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how uh, can he love God whom he has not seen?" So you haven't uh, seen extreme makeover until you see the transformation at the rapture, and then all of a sudden we're going to be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of the eye, I think I'm behind here, um, and so um, without assistance of the Holy Ghost and the grace of God, none of us would would even seek Jesus. Back when I started the church, there was a real there was a real popular to uh, talk about seeker sensitive stuff, and uh, that's kind of ran its course already. So. Um, 
Yeah, they, that's exactly right. Uh, and that's exactly what the Romans uh, 310, 3.10 says. So, um, yeah, I'll get you guys caught up. We see him in the Word and we see him in the church, which is what I was just saying a few minutes ago. So, uh, in Romans 3, in verse 10, um, it says, As it is written, there is none righteous. Not This is familiar to y'all. There is none righteous, no, not one. I missed that verse in my PowerPoint. Um, there is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. So seeker-sensitive is really not a very good idea. We need to be seeking and saving those that are lost. So here's the practical steps to seeing Jesus. A lot of people, we had a guy visit from IHOP today. And uh, up at IHOP, they believe in um, extra-biblical revelation. So, um, and uh, not only do they see Jesus, but they see Satan. They see all kinds of aberrations up there, so it's pretty scary. Um, so here's some practical things if we want to, you know, see Jesus. is really just set time aside to be in the Word, which I know you guys know that. But it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to do it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't. I'm surprised at how people really aren't diligent to get in the Word of God. I mean, people in our church. Uh, I think a lot of them are. But there are people that just like literally don't get in the Word daily. And uh, as a Christian, you just can't function in this world without renewing your mind daily. I mean, it's a there's a lot of filth and a lot of stuff going around. We got to make sure that we're my mind. I mean, I really can't watch the news if I haven't read the Word that day. I'll be off on a tangent. So, <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about just super dirty stuff. I'm just talking about the world's influence and their attitudes. Even if I agree with their opinions, I can't. I can't have their attitude. So you know, you got to keep yourself balanced and uh, and uh, right with the Lord, holy, as we're talking about, because He's holy. So uh, we got to be with Him daily. Another thing is be there. I always. I won't go there for time's sake. You guys already know the verse, but there in Exodus 24, when Moses is called up to the Mount Sinai, right, and God says, "Come up to the Mount and be there." I've always liked the way that, you know, God puts the extra emphasis on not just his physical presence, but his attention. You know, don't just come up here, but be here with me. And uh, isn't it awesome for God to spend time with us? And so, uh, that's I, you know, I that's every day, that's pretty much what I have to do. I get up and I get with the Lord, and I do struggle to be there. And sometimes, because it's easy, you know, it's easy to get our minds racing you know off onto something else sometimes i just uh i have to really discipline myself to be there other times i long for to be there i just like can't wait to get there because <laughs> it's like i can't wait to get away doggone take me to the bible but uh other times you know before i can get my feet on the floor i'm thinking about the things i got to get done you know and uh it, that's not good because i need to be there and uh, so I, I exercise myself, not just because I'm a pastor. Before I was a pastor, I did the same thing. I couldn't go to work without being there. I could not stand to go to work. I was almost anal, like Rain Man. I had to get up and get in the Word before I went to work because it's just too much waiting for me at work. And a lot of that fear and anxiety that I talked about this morning would get taken away in the mornings that I met with the Lord so I could face the day. Because when I was in my 20s, I had a lot of, <laughs> I had good reason to have anxiety every day. <laughs> so it was uh, it was intense. So praise the Lord. I wasn't kidding about people that tried to manipulate by fear. I've worked with those guys. They just always, you know. But God would give me peace because of the word, you know. 
And so when they try to bark at you, yell at you, or manipulate you, you know, you can just have a soft answer, turn to their wrath, or or not get moved. Just say, well, okay, you know, whatever you want to do, man, you know, and just have peace. And that comes from the Word of God. And, uh, and of course, no fear. And then, so I pray, meditate. Let me give you these points real quick. This is, I think it's on your sheet. Pray, meditate. Uh, we don't do a lot of meditating. And, uh, and, and, you know, the last thing, and then I put the fifth thing is start by reading. Pray, meditate, start by reading. And some people don't even read the Word. I encourage people to start reading because it's like a conversation. You know, if they can read, God will talk to them. And so nowadays, you got technology. Even if you can't read, listen, start listening. And so sometimes in the Bible, I like to listen more than I like to read. So I have devotional time where I like to read. And sometimes, uh, once I'm kind of saturated in my thinking, I don't need to, and I don't want to, you know, cross-reference and all that. It's good to like go for a walk and just listen to Psalms or something. You listen to five chapters a day, you'll get through it in 30 days. It's like Proverbs, doing once a day. And then, uh, you know, there is a there is an art, there, you know, study to show yourself approved. By reason of use, you have your senses exercised. So learning to study also behooves us because there's, in the church, we're teachers. So, Jamie, you're teaching with the kids. And, uh, oh, man, I need to get a teacher for myself Sunday morning. I just remember that. So, um, but, uh, you know, we're teaching... And what we're really teaching, hopefully, in this church is people how to do these things, which is to hear the word, you know, to know that God's word is true. So um, I think that's that's uh, that's as far as I have to go tonight. So praise the Lord. I just finished and didn't know it. So <laughs> that's a blessing. So uh, I was getting excited about that. So we'll get into the other points next time. I didn't want to go too far. And that's about right since I got to do some do go to the deacons meeting here in a minute if any of the deacons show up. But uh, so the first point tonight really is that when we when we see Jesus, we see our ministry. So he's you know we say our family is our first ministry, but really Jesus is our first ministry, and uh, everything else flows from that. And that's really the short. Therefore, Paul said, seeing we have this ministry, uh, as we have received mercy, we faint not. So what kept Paul from fainting was the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, and so uh, praise the Lord. That's a good word. And so, um, any any comments or questions or thoughts or anything? You get something out of context. <laughs> Quitter, deceiver. Yeah. 
good, brother. Yeah, I like how he has in verse 16. You know, it's the same. We faint not, but though our outward man perish, but the inward man is renewed day by day. You know, as we get older, our body slows down, and but our heart doesn't have to slow down, spiritually speaking. We can keep going spiritually, and we will keep going. We don't have to quit. It is amazing when you do meditate on the word, the things that he'll show you. The things that you thought you, I mean, and you knew, and they were right, but then he shows you something deeper or something different, you know, and you're like, wow, this is the word of God. <laughs> this is, we are ministers of the New Testament, Second Corinthians 3, 6. The words that were spoken, isn't it? Mm. I'm planning on preaching on Exodus. I have to remember that. <laughs> so, one of the diseases of Egypt. Mm. Reward the flesh and the devil. I better turn this recording off.